Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Today, I want to tell you about my breakup story. The last time someone broke up with me, which was about six years ago. Now, at that point, I was a general dating coach slash expert, meaning that I discussed all types of topic. And if anything, I specialized in older women, younger men relationships. I didn't specialize in getting an ex back because I usually was the one who broke up with guys. So that's why I have a lot of knowledge about how people behave when they've been broken up with and what the dumper is feeling and thinking. But I didn't know a lot about getting an ex back at that time. There was a knowledge gap since I had seldom been broken up with. So I want to take you through my story, point out what I did and what I could have done better. I was very interested in this guy, so I didn't take my own advice. I knew what to do, but I didn't do it, thinking that since he was showing a high level of interest, that I could just throw all caution to the wind and not worry about what I knew I should be doing. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> so I learned the hard way, but luckily you get to benefit from my mistakes. But before I start, I want to remind you to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future videos. And while you're at it, tap the bell icon to be notified when a new video is up. So this guy contacted me on Facebook and as soon as I saw his photos, there was instant attraction and I had a lot of interest, high interest. This is a flag, watch out, because when you're immediately attracted to someone, when there's a strong connection or you feel a strong connection or a pull, you can't control what you say and you can't control what you do. So we started chatting back and forth and he had witty banter. He was smooth. Now, that's not necessarily a red flag, but it's not necessarily a good thing either because who is going to have witty banter? A comedian, someone who's a writer by profession, or someone who has done this many times and knows exactly what to say. So keep that in mind. So we then progressed to Skype that week and we talked, I believe it was probably every day, and that was my first mistake. That's low value behavior because I'm giving a stranger the most precious thing that I have, that anyone has, and no, it's not money, it's time. Because we only have a finite amount of time and we should not be giving it to someone who we haven't even met, who we really don't know that much about. So my day free was Sunday and we would get together every Sunday. So we got together that first Sunday and as soon as I got in the car, he started holding my hand and he held my hand all day. Again, not a red flag, but something to be not necessarily concerned about, but just something to make note of because that's a bit weird. That behavior is weird. Like who holds hands immediately when they meet someone 
and then they continue to hold their hand every day. And I know you may think, oh, that's so romantic, but you're going to see later <laughs> that it's uh, it wasn't about his interest level. Because think about it, have you ever gone on a date where the guy started holding your hand immediately and held it all day? Or guys, have you ever wanted to hold someone's hand immediately and hold it all day? Probably not. Also, we had a nine-hour date. Another mistake. Same reason, giving too much time, showing too much interest. Because it's just human nature. People don't value what they can easily have. It should have been two hours at the most. Always leave them wanting more. So by holding his hand all day, hanging out for nine hours, he pretty much thought, yeah, I got her. And in fact, the next day, the problems began. Wow, that was fast. So after hanging out with someone for nine hours and holding their hand all day, you would think that they would at least the next day at some point say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, something, right? Well, no. By 10 p.m. the following day, I still had not heard from him. And so I was freaking out. I I don't know what I felt. I just remember I had never felt that feeling before. I was in actual pain. And so I decided that if I didn't hear from him that night, I would not see him again. And I would have gone through with it because that's just how I am. Because if I'm experiencing that much pain after one date, I didn't want to see what would happen after multiple dates. So I'm like, that's it. If he's not going to contact me today, I'm done. Well, he contacted me around 10.30. And my next mistake because of my high interest level was to begin the conversation with, where were you? In that tone of voice. Bad, bad, I know. But again, when you're very interested in someone, it's hard to control what you say and what you do. And that was a Monday. So keep that in mind that he disappeared on a Monday because <laughs> there is significance to that. There's a reason why he disappeared. I later found out. So we continued talking that week and then came Saturday. He still hadn't mentioned getting together. We were talking on Saturday and I made my next mistake, which was to talk about getting together the next day. And he was caught off guard and his response was something like, uh, oh yeah, sure, t- yeah, okay. <laughs> which basically meant no, but he didn't know how to say no. So the next morning he called and he said, Oh, hey, honey, I'm so sorry. I mean, my family, we decided to have a picnic for my aunt because she's in town. It's her last weekend here, so I'm not going to be able to see you today. So who decides to have a picnic at the last minute? Mm, Possible. But an all-day picnic, like all day? (laughs) He didn't mention, okay, well, after the picnic, you know, we, we can get together. I'll come by, whatever, six, seven, eight. No, just... Sorry, busy all day with the picnic. So that was a red flag or an indication that something was not good. So I wasn't very happy about that. And I didn't respond for quite a while. And so he was texting and calling and texting and calling, which showed his interest level. So that that was something for me to keep in mind. Now he was showing his interest level. So we got past that and then we have the laundry incident, which I talked about in another video, where again, we're, we're talking Sunday morning, 
and he said, well, you know, I have to, I'm have really busy today. I got to do laundry. It's like, wow, we haven't seen each other for a week, and now you'd rather do laundry? So I knew enough to just say, okay, but since we were on Skype, he could see my face, <laughs> that I was not happy, and so he said, okay, fine, I'll come over, which at that point, I should have just said, no, 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 don't, don't. It's all right. You're busy. You know, you got to do laundry. It's okay. Please, please don't come over. That's when I should have started backing away. But again, high interest level, so I didn't. And so I started to notice inconsistencies after this. He would disappear on Mondays and Tuesdays. So we would see each other on Sundays, and then I never heard from him on Mondays and Tuesdays. And remember, after that first date, that that was a Monday, and I didn't hear from him till late. So he would always have an excuse, oh, my phone died, yeah, right, something this, something that, whatever. So I knew that something was up. I figured that he was dating someone who was off on Mondays and Tuesdays. And I thought, is it a hairdresser? I mean, who's off on Mondays and Tuesdays? And yes, we were exclusive, in case you were asking that. Because, And I'm the one who brought it up. And the strange thing is, or the crazy thing is, I had never brought that up with any guy before. Usually it would just happen, or they would bring it up. But the first time in my life when I said, okay, if we're going to be together, then it's, it's exclusive. And he agreed. So we were supposed to be exclusive. The other thing I noticed one time when we were out, usually when we would hang out, he would rarely get a text. But one day, he was texting all day, kept getting texts and kept responding, kept getting texts and kept responding. And of course, he said it was his friend. Sure it was. So that is a red flag. If you're out with someone and all of a sudden, they're getting texts left and right, whereas before they wouldn't, they weren't, you can pretty much guarantee that it's someone that they are romantically involved or romantically interested in. And also, he was very quiet during that date and was kind of looking off into the distance a lot. And I should have just at that point said, you know what, you know, let's, let's just cut the date. You know, let's, let's just end it. Uh, but of course, I didn't. Then I was going to be leaving for a month. And I had seen him on the Sunday. I was leaving on the Wednesday. And did I hear from him on Monday and Tuesday? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. He's the invisible man on Mondays and Tuesdays. Didn't hear from him till Wednesday morning. Have a good trip, honey. And while I was away for almost a month, it was like pulling teeth to try and get him to Skype with me. It was only twice. And I was the one who had to bring it up. So I was starting to get fed up, especially when I saw that he was flirting with someone on Facebook. So when I got back, I was going to break up with him. But <laughs> I let my girlfriend talk me out of it because she said, well, you're always breaking up with people. If you're really interested in him, why don't you try and make it work? Why do you always have to run away? Why do you always have to leave? <sighs> so I thought, okay, fine. So we went out had a great time. And then that night, of course, he thought we were going to be intimate. But because I felt that I wasn't a priority to him and I wasn't that important, I didn't want to be intimate. And I told him so. And in the moment, he's like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I should have been paying more attention. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, however, a few days later, he then broke up with me. And I have the text right here.
And he said, hi, Lucia. <laughs> you know, it's always a bad sign when someone you're dating puts your name in a text. I'm not going to be able to make it tonight to the club. We were going to go to the club. <laughs> also, things aren't going to work for us in a relationship. We will be better off as just friends. Have fun at the club. So within five minutes, I responded with, I agree. You're an amazing guy and it was always a pleasure to spend time with you. I wish you the best and hope you find what you're looking for. You deserve it. So I answered right away because I wanted to let him know that I didn't need to think about this. It's like, oh, you're going to break up with me? Fine, goodbye. And I wanted to keep it classy because when you keep it classy, when someone breaks up with you, since most people don't, since most people beg and plead and freak out and cry and all kinds of things, you know, then you stand out. You're in their hall of fame because you kept it classy and that makes them second guess themselves because they're thinking, huh, maybe I made a mistake. I mean, look how she handled this because previously he had a girlfriend that was just on and off, on and off. And there was a lot of drama. And so I'm sure he was expecting me to at least try and stop the breakup. In fact, I mean, I think he was testing me. I think he was upset that I didn't have sex with him. And he was testing me to see how I would respond and also to kind of put me in my place in the sense that, okay, I'm gonna break up with you and then you're gonna beg and plead and apologize and then we'll get back together and then you'll wanna have sex with me. Unfortunately for him, <laughs> He didn't know who he was dealing with. He didn't know that rejecting me is akin to giving me my superpowers. That's where I get my superpowers when someone rejects me. So from then on, I knew what to do. Whereas I messed up in the relationship, showing a lot of interest in all the things that I mentioned. As soon as he broke up with me, it's like, all right, I know what to do. I can take it from here. And so I sent back that text. Now, as I mentioned before, I didn't really know a lot about getting an ex back. And so I did what you are doing now. I went on YouTube. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of information at that time, but there was one dating coach whose first name starts with the same letter as his last name who mentioned the 30 day rule, which as you probably know by now does not work. So I thought, all right, I'll do the 30 day rule. <laughs> Well, luckily, I didn't have to because after 15 days, he contacted me because I had posted on Facebook that I had to go to the emergency, which I did. And he immediately wrote and goes, oh, what happened, honey? Are you OK? And that's what makes me think this was a fake breakup, because if this was a real breakup, why is he writing to me after two weeks? And by then, um, my sadness at the breakup had turned to anger. And so I thought to myself, well, if you really want to know how I was, if you were that concerned about me, then you wouldn't have broken up with me. So I'm not going to respond. And he continued to reach out for over two months. And I didn't respond because he wasn't saying anything significant. He was trying to friend zone me and he wasn't being real. He was acting as if no breakup happened. He would just say, hey, how's your trip going? Hey, what are you doing? La 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 la. So I did not respond until he finally got real. And he said, I wish you wouldn't ignore my text. I was hoping we could at least be friends. And even then, I still was not going to respond because I didn't want to be friends. However, I let another friend <laughs> talk me into 
responding. This is why I say do not take dating advice from friends, and especially when it comes to getting back an ex. They don't know what they're doing. They're always going to tell you to reach out. And my friend said, well, maybe he does want to get back with you, but he's just using this as an excuse, as his foot in the door. So I still waited two weeks since from when I got the message about ignoring him, and I got in touch with him. And we chatted a little bit, and then he mentioned, oh, well, we should get together. And I'm like, sure. But did he try to get together? Did he try to set something up? No. So I stopped responding. Then about three months later, he reached out again. We chatted a bit again. Did he mention getting together? No. And so I stopped responding, and then that was it. And soon after the breakup, by the way, the girl that he had been flirting with on Facebook, she started posting them together on her page. And I found out that she works at a job where she could very likely have Mondays and Tuesdays off. So even though we were supposed to be exclusive, he was seeing someone else the whole time. That's what was going on. And so then we didn't talk for many years and we reconnected about a year ago on a dating app. Uh, and we hung out, you know, we've been hanging out, we hung out a few times as friends. And um, one time a girlfriend of mine w was, was with us and I introduced him to her and I said, that, you know, this is so-and-so, we used to date. And then I, I said, can you believe he broke up with me? <laughs> and he responded with, yeah, but she was going to break up with me first. Because after that, we talked about it. And I told him, well, you know, I was going to break up with you, but then you broke up with me, blah, blah, blah. So we obviously have a connection in chemistry, but that's not enough. As you can see from my story, you need the four C's. You need connection or chemistry, compatibility, communication, and commitment. The commitment wasn't there. So it wasn't going to work. And also information I later found out was that he told me that he looked odd as a child or something. I can't remember which word he used. And so he had low self-esteem. People made fun of him. And so he, as an adult, was always surprised when women would find him attractive. And so me showing a lot of interest didn't fit in with his self-image of himself. It's the old adage of not wanting to be a member of a club that would have you as a member. So it would have been better if I had shown less interest and that have, would have been more in line with his image of himself. He would have been more comfortable with that. So less is more in the beginning. It's better to show less interest than more because you don't know who you're dealing with and you don't know what type of attachment style you're dealing with. And, you know, this breakup, it changed me forever. I was upset for a long time because we really did get along well. And as you can see, I was very interested. And afterwards, I was never the same when it came to dating. I vowed to follow my advice <laughs> no matter what my interest level was. But I'm glad it happened. It changed my life for the better. And that's why I now specialize in helping people get their ex back. So you've benefited and my coaching clients benefited. And now I'm so glad that it happened. So we have him to thank, even though I was very upset at the time. I'm so glad it happened. So I would like to hear from you now. What have you learned from listening to my story? 
and hearing about the mistakes I made. What would you have done differently? Would you have done anything differently? So you can post that in the comments below. And in the meantime, if you need help with your breakup, you can contact me at theartoflove.net. The direct link is below and we will send you the rates for that. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, please share this video because people make a lot of mistakes when they're dating and when they're trying to get an ex back, as I just showed you. So help them just as I have helped you. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.